welcome to the Josh Johnson Show. I'm Josh Johnson, joined by my co-host, fellow stamp comedian, Logan Nielsen. Logan, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm, I'm pretty good. Uh, I feel like for the first time in a long time, I feel like I'm... That's a dog, right? That's the cat. Okay, because that was terrifying. <laughs> Yeah. So uh, for those that can't see Logan at the moment, in the background, in his very blurry background. Because I have the had, blurred background. He had a uh animal walk yeah. behind him, but in the style of a horror movie. Like well, in just, yeah. in the style of like you're not supposed to know they're there, and then the person in front of you yeah. notices and then you get killed. That's what just happened. Well, and you knew that wasn't Maddie, too, because it was just a big, like, gray blob walking away. It looked <laughs> and that's, black from what I could see. Uh, from this, it, 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 yeah. was, it, was, it looked black. But, yeah, no, that's that was the cat going upstairs. That's, that's real upsetting. <laughs> I didn't like that at all. Because I can't help you. So then if it, right. if it starts you, coming your way, I can just warn you, and then you got to fight for your life. I'm surprised she hasn't, like... In a while, she hasn't tried jumping on me while we record. She used to do that all the fucking time. She always tried to jump on me. Yeah. Or at least, like, get on the back of my chair while I was recording. But she hasn't done that much lately. One of my favorite... Okay, this is maybe a bit mean. But uh, one of my favorite... (laughs) Moments from this week was um, overhearing... (laughs) Remember how you mentioned you opened for uh, like Froggy Fresh or you like worked with Froggy Fresh before? Oh, yeah. We didn't talk about it on the show, but if you guys remember the YouTube rapper Froggy Fresh used to be known as Krispy Kreme. Uh, Yeah, (laughs) I was part of an act that opened for him. (laughs) Yeah. And honestly, this. okay, there was a guy that was coming up the uh, steps of the subway and there was a guy going down the steps and as we pass each other, he was talking to someone else and he's like, I've just had to fight my whole life. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, I wanted to know so much more like physically or like against all odds or like right. what, cause he, cause he, kind of, he kind of said it. Like in he kind of said in that froggy fresh color purple type way, like I had to fight my whole life. All my life I had to fight. I remember, I care what the comedian was, but I saw he was doing a bit on TV and he was talking about how uh, he said, why does every every movie have to have a black guy in it? Just goes, the guy, the guy just stopped going and go, nobody ever gave me nothing. Like, yeah, yeah, there's like, always that vibe. Yeah, there. he's like, the guy could be swimming away from a shark and be like, look out, man, there's a shark behind you. And he'll stop swimming and be like, nobody never gave me nothing. Dude, it, I've had to fight my whole life to hear it finally said in real life by a person yeah. who means it. And not on a mixtape. It's such a different energy than, yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I've had to fight my whole life. And it's like, yeah, but mostly we all do. Um, so Most one, of us have had to. One time. <laughs> one time Jeez. I was uh, at an audition. And it was like. There was a, you could do the audition if you remember the community. And I had to do the audition because I was a, uh, like a, oh no, wait, wait, this is a different year. Okay, wait, this is a different time. This is a different time. Never mind. Sorry, sorry. I'll start again. I don't know what's happening. So, okay. <laughs> so, my friend once had an audition for this community theater. Mm-hmm. And I was doing the lights for the production. So I was okay. just doing the the lighting. Like, I guess I was I was technically lighting designer, but the hang was already in place. So you know this just from theater. It's like when you have a real designer, they're telling you where to hang the lights. They're telling you what the gels should be. They're telling you all this stuff, right? right? Mm-hmm. They have like a hang and focus day and all that stuff. Yeah. Make adjustments after dry run, all that stuff. This was not that situation. Literally, I could not change the hang 
because the, the house hang, right. the, the part, the reason they were allowed to do the show where they were doing it is if they changed as little as possible. So me changing the house hang would like not have flown. So I can literally just take what's at the board and I can change gels. That's the only thing I'm allowed to do. And so I'm not really the lighting designer, but I'm I'm just like part of it. And okay. I was there on audition day just looking at the specs of all the fixtures. Mm. So I'm just like off doing my own thing. They have the people lining up to audition in the hallway and then they come in, they get on stage, the audition for the director and the assistant director and then they go, right? Yeah. But I'm, I keep overhearing all this conversation because I'm in the hallway sometimes because the um, all the the supplies as far as like gels that just come with the the setup and mm -hmm. all of the extra parts are in a closet in that hallway. So I keep like going to that closet, checking inventory, and doing all of this like uh, overhearing of conversation of the people that are. <laughs> auditioning and at one point there was this uh this guy that was waiting in line to audition and clearly didn't know the person before in front of him or behind him okay <laughs> but was just trying to kick up conversation and was really putting too much weight on this thing like was really like was really just like oh this is where it starts you know <laughs> okay like, like yeah putting too much uh putting his career on it yeah yeah it's like one community theater is practice it's like yeah it's practice it's not like the thing that then boom and next thing you know you're in hollywood baby yeah no one's really getting discovered in community theater as much as community theater can be great community uh, theater can be very good because like i said that that's good practice that very talented practice. people do yes yes but uh r rarely agents in the audience yeah, yeah. You know, very few industry going to community theater. <laughs> and so then he's he's just like kicking up conversation and he's like, uh, yep, mm, today they're going to remember my name. And he says that like a couple of times to the point where I actually think he's going to break out into the song from fame because it's like he just he just keeps saying it and then letting it hang in the air yeah. in a way that doesn't. It doesn't, it doesn't make sense in conversation. It's yeah. something you would do in a movie. So my man literally right. thinks his life is a movie or something. Yes. And yes. so, um, you know, he <laughs> he says that. I try not to laugh in the closet. And then, and then I go back up to the booth. I'm like checking uh, some pieces. Cause I, and I've, I did not, I wasn't turning on lights while people were working, but I was just mm. like, just checking to see which one each one was. So I'd bring it yeah. to 10% just to like. There it is again, by the way. The blob. Oh, God. <laughs> it actually looks like a ghost hunter thing when you point yeah, to bit. the cat in the background. There she goes. Because <laughs> it could be nothing. Yeah. It looks It looks upsetting it with the blurred like a background. Big old roach. <laughs> Sorry, you were saying though. Uh, so already, I try not to laugh. I wasn't turning on the lights high, but I just had to turn on the back of the light to see which one each one was, because this right. is my first time in the building. Okay. So then, <laughs> then I go back downstairs. I go back to the closet because I'm grabbing some gels, and he does it again. He's like, "Mm-hmm, they gonna remember my day." <laughs> Gotta at least be saying your name if you're gonna keep saying that. <laughs> yeah. But this time when he says it, someone walks up that's, I guess, just involved with the theater company and was like, sir, we've told you we're not going to let you audition here anymore. <laughs> oh, they remember you. Yeah. They do and remember you. <laughs> Please leave. And he was like, no, I thought it was just that last production. They were like, no, they meant ever. Oh damn! What'd you do, dude? I know. I want to know do? so bad what he did because it's like he clearly did something that was like, "Oh, we're not, not going to okay. deal with this type of person." Yeah, it's it not wasn't just, just bad a bad audition. Then. Yeah, yeah. You you crossed some sort of uh, social line. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you like you <laughs> you like brought a loaded gun and shot your scene partner. Yeah. 
I mean, I wonder if he's one of those people that, like they come in a little too intense and like grab somebody, and it's like, no, 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 not at the audition. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Sorry, even scuffles and plays have like a fight choreographer. Yeah. <laughs> like, we don't just grab. <laughs> Fuck out of here. <laughs> They're gonna remember my name, sir, sir, sir. It's time to go. Here's the thing. <laughs> he wasn't wrong. He was not wrong. Yeah. In fact, he didn't even need to show up. They already remember. No, they already did. You already accomplished it, sir. Believe in yourself. Mm. <laughs> they already remember your name. If anything, you should aim higher. <laughs> yeah. Make sure some government agencies remember your name. <laughs> there was, we didn't have anything like that, but in college, cause I went to a community college for a couple of years and did theater there. Um, like, had no intention of making a theater career or anything. I just like doing plays, right? But it was a small enough school that, like, they would let, you know, just anyone could audition because that's how auditions work. But then, like, they would just call back everyone. Like, everyone would come back for callbacks, which was always, was always defeating. So you're like, well, then why even do the first step if we all just get a comeback? Yeah. Because then you're back there with the people who, like, do not know how to act, some of whom are, like, just, I don't want to say crazy, but, like, don't get it they just don't get what acting is what it you know it's like it's yeah. like he's here too yeah. like why then <laughs> no why you did i try you understand i am othello all right yeah. i've strangled many white women <laughs> <laughs> i've been preparing for years desdemona or is that desdemona you know what they could all be desdemona <laughs> everyone can get it i don't care I don't care. And you know what? I read the end of the play. So Iago's can get it too. <laughs> I'm ready for him. Iago's. I like putting an S at the end of Shakespeare names. You know oh, Hamlet's. Oh, what's up, Hamlet's? You know all them Othello's out there. Them Othello's. Uh, but we had this this one guy who he he worked in like the tech department a lot, and even that like he was kind of good, but then also uh, I heard a lot of stories of him just endangering a lot of people. Jeez. You know? Well, there was a play by my friend Steve. He worked behind the scenes on on a play, and they were uh, something was like loose on like the set, and like while the scene's going on, it's like a dramatic scene going on, like a really like. He's like, like Steve's like holding it in place, and he's like, "Oh, we gotta get this set because like the set has to like move." Then after this too, and like, uh. and so the guy just like runs away and then comes back with like a power drill, and it's like, "I got it." And they're like, "No, that's so fucking loud!" What? <laughs> but he also auditioned for this play one Wait, time. Did he turn it at, on? Did he? Actually... No, I think I think they stopped him right uh... before. Like he was literally. I think they literally grabbed it like it was a gun and like, <laughs> like pushed him away. <laughs> God, wait a minute! They like actually had to like grab it. Like, they they got his hands. Pull the, the battery out like power it's a drill out of a man's hands. Pull the battery out like it's a clip. <laughs> but they had to stop him from doing that. I've got more stories about him. He because at this at this audition too. There's a character we just says like, oh, maybe we can. The character says like, maybe we can go out and get a bottle of Coke or something like that. It was an old timey play, and the guy, the guy showed up with a giant plastic bag full of empty, like Coke bottles, like plastic bottles. Not for like being character. He just like I think he also I think he also rounded up the recycling for the school. Like he might have worked for the school too. I'm gotcha, not sure. Gotcha. One of those guys just has like a ton of keys hanging from his his belt. You're not really sure what they're to. Yeah. Um, but he, he so then while he's in the scene, but before he delivers that line, he just walks off stage and grabs the bottle, like the bag of bottles, holds it up to like show the room, and then goes back up on stage and goes like, "We'll get a bottle of Coke," as if like, "Uh, see the connection I made." And everyone on stage is like, "Okay." <laughs> <laughs> and then during that play, when that play was in production, I was in the audience for this. So during the play, there's a moment where one of the characters says to one of the girls, just like, oh, you look stunning today, and said that to her. And him, from the audience, he is sitting in the audience, just goes, yeah, you do. <laughs> oh, my gosh. 
And it's like, no. I think at one point he said something later and someone, like the theater director had to come over and be like, hey, bud, if you're going to be here, you cannot talk to the play. <laughs> you cannot talk to the play is one of the funniest <laughs> pieces of theater the instruction I've ever heard. You cannot talk to the play. <laughs> you cannot. You cannot. Do not talk to the play. Don't scare the play. It's doing its own thing. But yeah, that oh, was the so that funny. was the old the old Kirkwood Theater Department. That was had some had some goofy times there. A lot of lot of people who uh, you know couldn't get into bigger schools, <laughs> so they wow. did theater there. <laughs> wow, there was it was a community college, so you're meant to be there for like two years, three tops if you're like specializing in something. There were people who were legit there for eight years. To just keep doing theater. So and it's like, <laughs> you have to know this is wrong, right? You have to know this yeah. isn't how careers... You never hear... like, <laughs> No one's ever asking, like, you know, oh, like Christian Bale, how'd you start? It's like, well, I, <laughs> I spent nine years at a community college. Man. It's like, no one starts their career that way. Because especially... Acting, theater, and film are those two things where, yes, you can go to school to get more proficient, but you could also just go into the world yeah, and do it. You don't need it. It was like you would just you could just do it outright. Right. Well, it's like I went to film school, even like becoming a film director. Like it helps going to school if you're going to be like a cinematographer or something like that because there's just a lot of like tech shit you need. But like if you want to become like a director, you don't need to. You just have to go make one. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like so. It's, that's that's what sucks about the arts in general. Is like, hey, come to school, get better at it. You do not need this. You do not need this at all. Yeah. And in, and in fact, we may just make you very broke, so it's hard for you to do anything on your own. But uh, Man. come on, though, come on. Yeah. Learn to art. Come learn to art. Learn to art. You better art that up. Art that better- up. Don't talk to the play, but you can art. You can look at that art in. Okay. Uh, we had another guy during a musical who was also, he was eccentric. He was in the, a musical we were doing. We were doing the pajama game. Uh, and at one point he comes out and he's supposed to like, um, like, he's like, stop the band. And he comes out and stops and he's like, all right. And he makes an announcement and then like points to the, the band leader in the, you know, in the orchestra pit and they start back up or whatever. But he runs out and I, we had a really salty, uh, like, uh, like musical director, he was super salty. Real, like he liked me, but like he was a super salty guy. It was a scary guy. Um, and the guy, the kid runs out and he's like, "Stop it!" He's like, "Okay, this blah blah blah." And he's like, and he's like, "You, Mister Bandman, Mister." And he's like, he goes off ranting, doing this. And this is luckily like in dress rehearsal, but he does this long improv, and then he points, and then it just is just silent. And then the band leader, the the music director, looks up and he goes. If you fucking do that on the night, I will leave you hanging. He's like, you will sit there and you will look like a fucking fool because I will not play any fucking music for you. And he's doing that like as everyone's on stage, like posed in their costumes. I'll just be like, oh, no. And so, wait, explain to me real quick again what he did that was wrong. He just went on this long improv. He's supposed to just be like, he's supposed to be like, Mr. Bandman, let's play one, two, three. But instead he went on this big, long, he's like, you, let's do this. Really up tempo number, make it snappy. But like went on this big, long, like improv thing. Oh, I see. I see. That he was, it's supposed to just be like, Mr. Bandman, fire it up. And like, and the, and then he, the music director goes, you got it. And then they go like, it's just like a gag. Yeah. But he made this big, long thing where like, he just didn't say what he was supposed to say. It was just in the, so the musical director, he just literally, and I saw him, he was just sitting there with his arms folded and just, and just like, and just cursed him out. He, we had a few of those where he just cursed out actors <laughs> like while we're all sitting there. <laughs> just, we had a pretty salty theater department <laughs> at that school. The choreographer one time just cursed out a bunch of girls after the director approved a change, but then the director kind of left them out to dry. It was it was it was a community college theater department from wow. top to bottom. Wow, it's high school with smoking. That's what it is. <laughs> That's high school with smoking is very funny. That's what community college is, man. Oh, did you come up with that just now? 
No, no, that's that, I think that's like a, a thing people say about community. College. Oh, okay. I had never heard that before, and it oh, makes really? so much sense. As soon as you said it, I was like, "You, wow." <laughs> no, that's that's what it is. It's a high school, but you can take a smoke break. No one can get mad at you. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah. Um. <laughs> okay. This is. <laughs> See, when he does these long laugh leads up, I'm worried then the story just ends in someone dying. Like when he's when he's when he's chuckling this much leading up to a story, I'm like, oh, something supremely uncomfortable happens. <laughs> okay. So Jesus Christ. There was a kid. He someone definitely dies in this. This no, kid's he dead. Doesn't, he this doesn't kid dies die. in the story. He doesn't die. But he did walk into a saw and <laughs> God damn it. it it is very funny God damn it, he was he was just hurt enough for it to be funny and for you to be like you walked into a saw <laughs> Jesus so basically this guy was uh was this happened at this uh community college that was near me and it became like this story because you know people in like whether it's uh uh people like teachers or just students have these like urban legends of shop accidents and stuff mm -hmm. um so this guy was running and he was run and it was almost like you could tell you could tell it's the type <laughs> Okay, sorry. You could tell it's the type of story that that uh, people who are big about shop safety really love because they yeah. get to like dine out on the story for years without actually like maybe uh, maybe in poor taste talking about a dead person. Yeah, you know I mean, so it's like the fact right. that this person was okay, but the fact they were <laughs> pretty injured. Yeah, but it's a teachable moment. It's the you know? favorite teachable moment. I'll get to a teachable moment that is in poor taste in a second. Uh, but <laughs> Great. But basically, this kid was running in the shop, and he was just running to get through the shop because I guess the shop was attached to the to the actual stage or something. And there wasn't a play going on at the moment, but I guess he was late for rehearsal or something, so he's running. And mm. uh, I guess the moral of the story was to not run. I really, it was lost on me when I heard it. Because once you hear someone <laughs> ran into a saw, you're just like, that's the main moral of the story. Yeah, but basically, don't run in the shop is, is a good one. So it could be that. That's a good <laughs> rule, I think. Yeah. I'd say wood, wood shops and pools, no running. Yeah, yeah. It's like he he's running in. And as he's running in, this guy who who was sawing turns around, and and so he, he just <laughs> runs into the saw. But then, like a Looney Tune, if you were standing there, you would just see him run by, and all of a sudden, that dude is not holding a saw anymore. <laughs> What, and what kind of saw was this? Was this like a like a, a chainsaw, like a little mini no, no. It saw was blade, like the, or it like was a like handsaw, the, the toothy handsaw. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That that makes a big difference. Hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah. One, we're talking about a dead person. What we're talking about a dude who got some bad yeah. scratches. Yeah. Either way, someone's getting you know impaled, but the level of impalement is. Uh... And so he ran with such force that he just took the saw with him. <laughs> <laughs> when he ran uh. <laughs> uh, oh, and so God. and so the guy that was holding the saw was like oh what <laughs> like just like was, very confused by what happened because what was i doing <laughs> yeah how fast was this dude running that he just took the saw away from you and then the guy who ran into the saw uh like several steps later stopped 
because I guess he didn't notice at first. <laughs> and then he stopped and turned around, and the saw is just like on him. Sticky. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> and so then they had to rush him to the emergency room, but he didn't have any like it wasn't like a life threatening thing. It just he had a bunch of pokes in him. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> it made me wonder if like some people are just made out of Play-Doh. Like the the fact <laughs> the fact that there wasn't like like you know, there wasn't it wasn't messy. Well, I, I think those those the teeth on those saws like aren't long enough that you know it wouldn't it wouldn't like you know get in you good. It's just you know in the the top layer. It's just in the it's just in the start of the meat. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> but yeah, so that happened, and then uh, the you can cut this out if you want. But the the one that's in poor taste. So one of my friends told me that his driving teacher <laughs> would like give them their lessons. So there's one part of his driving lesson where he would drive with you in the car. So it mm -hmm. would be like, so I'm doing this right now for this reason sort of thing. It wasn't just in that classroom going through old videos of like good rule of thumb, you know, whatever. Right, right. But what he would do which is in very poor taste, he would specifically drive to like where he knew fatal accidents had happened. Jeez. And so then he'd be like, so you can see as, I, as I'm making this left turn, Stephanie's mistake was <laughs> you're just like, oh my Jeez. gosh. And it Holy was like, shit. At, at first, at first he thought that was just going to be that one time because it was near the school where yeah. like because so then maybe it's just him trying to warn students whatever right but then there was one time that they particularly drove out of the way just for him to be like uh so you see the yield as you're merging is very important because and then just tells them a story they had no idea about <laughs> good lord so it's just the most macabre like driving teacher you could yeah. ever imagine and he and apparently he did this like a bunch of times so the the one that he did was <laughs> near the school. So then that one was like, oh, he's just warning the students because, you know, in right. the past yeah, yeah, something yeah. happened to a student. Right. But then he would just like, even in your driving test, he would tell you about accidents. Like, got to watch out for cyclists because in 84, it's just like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> Good Lord. I don't know. Like, that's such a. It's such an insane why. thing to do, and it's it's also yeah. insane to remember all of it. Yes, because <laughs> that's also just, you don't just have a good memory for accidents; you have a memory for like where they took place, what year it was, yeah, who died. Uh, yeah, that, I don't know. That I think that's such a default too that we all have. Where for some reason we want to teach somebody about something, it's like, and here's how it can kill you. Yeah, and it's like yeah. yeah, I understand you want to do safety, but sometimes the stories don't actually help you know how to do it better it it just scars you <laughs> yeah <laughs> like really sometimes it does sometimes there are things to be like oh don't do that because you know eh. but sometimes it's like <laughs> i'll never forget so you can see stephanie's mistake <laughs> yeah, that's fucked up i was like that's geez. really don't name her don't do that come on now oh man Good lord that's fucking wild I love that. I love that about growing up. Every everything is just like, here's how this will kill you. Now yeah. get out there and have a good time. <laughs> yeah. They, even when you would get very, very minor lessons. Like I know that swimming isn't minor, it can save your life, but like just little things that you'll tell a kid during yeah. a swim lesson of just like, oh yeah, and don't uh don't let your foot get stuck on that little suction thing at the bottom of the pool because you'll drown or like yeah. whatever that thing is. You know what I mean? Like yeah. there'll just be all these insane examples yeah. of death. Well, we like because around here, one, we do like farm safety, which is like they show you how to be safe around farm equipment because a lot of farm families and a lot of kids are, you know, growing up on farms stuff like that. 
so it's always about like here's how all these things can kill you here's how you can get pulled you know in a silo if you're in there you get pulled underneath how the corn you you like basically drown in corn um can you without okay yeah you you've stumbled on one that i've actually always wondered about because you would think that you land in the corn and even though the corn can move it's like it's like packed enough that you could stand up from what it sounds like. Cause I've also like heard of stories like people actually like dying in it, like for real, like in modern, like as they're in there and stuff. Yeah. I think it's kind of like quicksand for lack of a better word. Where like the more you try to fight, the more you just sink in. How do you get just, out? Uh, I mean, from the stories you don't, uh, but <laughs> no, I mean, it's, someone has to like get you out or they someone have to like, to, like open throw up you a rope. Or, like, open up the whole silo, which, like, by the time all the corn pours out, you still may have been suffocated. Because it's not even just the corn. It's also, like, the corn dust gets, like, like you can't breathe it in. Wait, there's corn dust? Yeah, like, as it's being processed, just, like, all the dust of it being, like, worked from the cob and out and stuff like that. Like, like that, you can, like, suffocate on that. Like, because you, you can't breathe it. It's dust, you know, but it's heavy. What? Yeah, I had no idea there was corn dust. I mean, I, I I believe I'm getting that right. I like I didn't really grow up on a farm, so I half pay attention at farm safety. But because uh, I'm just like I'll just stay away from all this. <laughs> that was that was my big takeaway. Is like I just won't go near any of this. That'd be so funny if there was like farm safety and then a kid's dad like kids like my dad works at a bank. So can I just skip? Can I go this? Can I go? Well, they would even show us like they would literally like some of the like the rotating parts between like combines and like whatever else. Like they would straight up just put like like straw dummies there and just show how they get ripped apart. <laughs> and they'd be like, and here we go. Like, oh, isn't that bad? I'm like, it looked kind of badass. Like, I don't <laughs> I feel like you're not teaching the right lesson here. Yeah. Yeah. But we used to have that. And then we'd have bus safety, too. We always had bus safety stuff. And that was always the guy who taught. Our our bus safety. He was a character too, because he talked like this. And he'd be like, "Mr. Nielsen, you're waiting for the bus, and you know what do you do?" And he, like he really had like it was like a character, but it's also just like who he was too. But he would just tell stories, just like you know, you can never stick any of your limbs outside of the window. There's a kid one time, and he like would kind of do the same thing like your driving ed instructor, like name a school, name a year. Kid took us out there, tree branch went by, took his head clean off. We're all five. <laughs> very young children and then as we all got older too he would knew who because everyone has to go through bus safety and sometimes you have to do it like combined grades so he'd do the older kids and he'd basically like set you up to finish the story of death (laughs) and he'd be like and how'd that end for him i think it ripped his head off dave correctamundo he would say (laughs) it's all (laughs) man that's uh, <laughs> okay. Sometimes people also lie when they're trying to teach safety because they try to just if I can scare them enough, I'll I'll make it so that they never even think about doing the thing. Oh, for sure, for sure. And I my my buddy at his high school had a sex ed teacher who apparently I don't even know what it takes for this to happen, and it was like a one in a million very sick person type thing. But there was some medical story or whatever where this person went in for medical attention, but they were so deeply far gone with some disease that at the hospital their their penis fell off, right? Okay. But this this sex ed teacher told that story, Mm. but then took that story as if everything would make your penis fall off. (laughs) So he just, he was telling it like we're all yeah. Mr. Potato Heads and our penises could come yeah. right off. And if you kiss a woman with a cold sore, your penis falls off. <laughs> yeah. like but Excuse he, me? Do, he was like straight up lying and would, would do like syphilis will make your penis fall off. 
Oh yeah. Like oh no, I I love sex ed in that where just everything everything will just make your private parts explode. (laughs) (laughs) That's how that's how everything ends. It just felt like it fell off, and then, and then he was like, <laughs> "Yeah, if you get even a mix of STDs, like let's say you're out there, and apparently he would like, he clearly had like his heart broken or something because he would talk about sex in a way that was like <laughs> too, it was just too charged, too real, and so too- he'd be like." Yeah, if you be a, if you're out there, be extra nasty. <laughs> <laughs> like my friend said, he always expected him to accidentally say someone's name after the yeah. description. Yeah. Like you being out there, extra nasty, like Eric, then your penis <laughs> will fall yeah. right off. Like it was, it was a thing of like if you mix, if you mix, he called it mixing. If you mix STDs. <laughs> Your penis will fall off. Mixing. Oh man. If you mix STD. He also said if you like in a fucking cup. You like this dude was clearly working out some personal stuff because he oh for sure that if you um if you're having sex too hard your penis can fall off. <laughs> Which is just like, bruh. Now, now you're just telling all yourself. I mean, is too hard fucking light speed? Then yeah, maybe. <laughs> like now, now you're just telling all yeah. yourself because now we're in a situation where we know we're, we're in a never, situation where someone told you to go harder, and then you were like, <laughs> clearly you haven't read a science book. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Really, you're just letting us know you've you've never pleased a woman. <laughs> Yeah, you've never like really given someone that, yeah. that good sleep. <laughs> that good sleep. <laughs> it's the only way it's the only way to know. Whether or not someone's faking it, yeah. Yeah, because, how, hard, how hard are they sleeping afterwards? <laughs> yeah, because if if you have if you have sex with someone and then they're just full of energy, you didn't do shit. <laughs> yeah, but if you if you like put in work, if you do your job, yeah, and then twenty minutes from now they are snoring, then a hey, you did it. I did it. But yeah, yeah. if you guys have sex and then they go for a hike, you did nothing. <laughs> You didn't even make them uncomfortable because the hype is. <laughs> oh, fuck me. That's funny. Oh, that good sleep. <laughs> I remember like we back when, when we had sex ed in school, like we actually had I'm I'm actually surprised at how like smart of like a sex ed we had for being, you know, really small, you know conservative community in iowa like you'd think we'd have some of that you know you know if if a, if a girl looks at your penis you make jesus sad like you know, you'd think we'd have some of that shit mm-hmm. but it was actually really like progressive really smart they were just like they were really just like sex is a normal thing it was called it takes two which is adorable by the way i love that that's what our sex ed program was called it was just called it takes two it takes at least two at least two is what they should change because if to. you're nasty because <laughs> if you're nasty like eric but it was actually like just it was actually like it was never the like we're just gonna scare you out of sex. It was, it was just like yeah, here's how you just do it safely, blah blah. It was actually really really smart. But then the problem is that they would do sometimes is they'd be like, we want you all to like, you know, write a little scenario, you know, or they'd like offer up mm-hmm. something and they'd be and they're doing this to a bunch of middle school shitheads. Because mm-hmm. I do remember one where it was. <laughs> And it was like they did it. It was like it was like G.I. Joe and Barbie. And they're like, so why don't you write what like they happens in this scenario, whatever? And this one kid's just like, Can I can I read mine? And they're like, sure. And then like 
he had this like fucking nasty novella written. <laughs> That I don't even want to go into because it was like pretty graphic where it's like it started like kind of <laughs> and they got the point where we're all just kind of like Kay Kay Brandon why are you doing this <laughs> and I'll tell you the phrase I'll just tell you the phrase where they stopped it because <laughs> in the story he goes he goes and G- and GI Joe says let me reach up there and then the <laughs> The sex ed person, she goes, I think we're good. I think we're good there. And then the principal is out in like the corner of the room, and she goes, yeah, hey, uh, come out here with me, bud. And then we didn't see him for the rest of sex ed. (laughs) (laughs) Do you know how heinous you got to make it where the other middle school boys are just like, okay, this is good. This is fun for no one. Oh, my (laughs) gosh. That's that's insane. That's so funny. (laughs) Nasty novella. <laughs> hilarious. There was a there was this one girl in uh in sex ed where you know how they had some schools had them actually like put the condom on the banana or whatever. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> There's I hate when and this is her friends too, so this wasn't like bullying. Cause when yeah. people cause here's the thing. When people that you like have a shared affinity with make fun of you or joke with you tease you in that way that's just like being friends so i don't want to make it sound like she was being bullied and this happened because that would just be sad these are her friends and so basically they they had to put the banana on the (laughs) the the condom on the banana and one of her friends turned to her and was like now you need to be extra careful because you know you strong (laughs) (laughs) you know you're strong and then and then she was like shut up whatever but while she was putting the condom on the banana she did bust the banana And so everyone else has a condom on their banana. She has a condom with just mush inside. It's <laughs> a banana water balloon. And then, and then, and it all like it all came out of like the side a, and the top a, a or whatever. Condom filled with sorbet. <laughs> and then the teacher saw like saw hers, and then it ended up making it so much worse because she called so much attention to it because she was like, now, now. Anna's is a good example, okay? Do you see how messy it could have got if the condom hadn't been on the banana? Oh, no. And so now everyone's staring at hers, which has just exploded. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Made me laugh so hard. It was so funny. That's so fucking funny. I see you don't. You're not trying to choke the penis out. You're just, you're just yeah, to- <laughs> yeah. Well, it's not even a thing of like that. That's what's so funny about it. It's like you don't have to be gentle. So then it's so True. funny that, however, her friend just called it. <laughs> her friend was just like, "I, right, you may want to handle with care because it's a banana, and I know that you crush cans for breakfast." <laughs> Oh my god. That's very funny. I don't know if we ever had to really do I don't know if we ever had to do like the condom on the banana thing. I think they showed us that, but I don't think we ever had to do it. Cause I don't think about it. I don't think we were ever handling condoms, I don't think. But Yeah. Oh, that's so fine to me. Oh, what other what other safety horrible safety classes have we had? <laughs> I one time. I was uh one time I was on a plane and during the safety briefing the life jacket fell off of the a flight attendant. <laughs> <laughs> and it's clearly like you know, cuz every flight has the one that they use. 
Right. Yeah. So it's just the one. So you know, to, just, to be fair, it's, it's been used for this a hundred times, and and I yeah. and I I'm sure over years too, because it didn't look clean. Like no, no. And so so she put it on, and when she went to attach the strap, not even the strap, the back, like the part that goes around your neck. So literally, the vest just disintegrated around her. <laughs> Yeah. And even though we're talking about a vest that's probably like five years old or something, I was like, that doesn't inspire a lot of confidence. No, that's not. No matter what, no matter what the context, it's still not a good look before the flight. It doesn't make you feel confident. The way that it just melted off of her, because it looked it looked worse (laughs) because the uh, the strap was just about to be attached. So yeah. then as she was about to like buckle the thing, it just starts just, falling off. That's so <laughs> It'd be even better if like that was her first time doing the presentation and right before that the other flight attendant was just like, Now be careful because you know you strong. <laughs> now be careful because you know Rip. <laughs> <laughs> she accidentally inflates it in the plane. <laughs> the one thing you're not supposed to do with it. Yeah, I've been on one of those where they've uh, where they're like pointing at the exits and they have not pointed at the right place where like they were just kind of going through the motions and they point at the middle. But like it didn't have like the like the door is right there. And I know I understand they're just going like I'm like, but just, you know, <laughs> don't be like, I don't know, there's probably doors somewhere. <laughs> I I had a flight attendant one time who straight up did the circles with her hands to just indicate anywhere, I guess. Like she was like. <laughs> Because it was while the thing was going Make on a break overhead. For it. Yeah. So she didn't have to say it. This is like going on, but right, she's yeah, like yeah. miming it as it's happening. And she just went, I know she was just trying to cheat it instead of having to point to each one, but she just did like circles with her fingers. Look around, you'll find something. I don't know. Yeah. You can maybe leave through the floor. Who knows? Who's to say? I'm new here. Um, <clears throat> And not this is now going to be turning into a moment where I sound very much uh, like Logan. Uh, but when I see those videos of like, we're like, oh, these fun flight attendants, they do it like set to music. And this whole thing, I always see those. And I'm like, God, I, I'm so fucking glad that's never happened on one of my flights. Really? I'd be, it would just be like, come on, let's just go play like, the Delta video. Like, why do we have to? They have to do this like eight times a day. Why can't they have a little fun with it? I get why they're doing it. <laughs> But I'm already crammed in this this fucking sardine can, and I'm trying my best to forget other humans exist. I'd like for you to like be watching it, but actually it be your first time flying, so that you're like, all right, that that little rap was cute, but I didn't catch most of it. <laughs> can you guys tell it to me though? Can you tell? Because I didn't really. Because I did not retain a lot of what you just said. Yeah, people were next to me clapping. I'm not sure what I'm supposed to do. What happens in a water landing? What should I do? Mm-hmm. I didn't catch the rhyme. I didn't catch the. Because look, that, if you don't I'm, tell me, I missed that couplet. If you don't tell me, I will drown the person next to me. All right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do, get just... on somebody's shoulders. <laughs> yeah, I'm a panicker. Okay, I'm gonna panic. Yeah, I will. I yeah, I'm. I'm not gonna put my mask on and help others. I'm gonna put my mask on and then. I'm gonna <laughs> la, put. La, 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 la. I'm gonna put two masks on. So somebody's gonna be losing <laughs> one. I'm gonna get all that good air. So I know this is a this is a topic we've left behind in the episode, but just to go back to it for one minute, Donovan told me an incredible story of back in the day he was auditioning. I think it was for the color purple. Oh, so we're Broadway. we're looping back to theater now. Yeah, looping all the way back to theater. Okay, okay. And Donovan told me that he <laughs> he's auditioning for the color purple on Broadway. Is that what you said? Yeah, yeah. And oh, it was damn. like I, I think it was the. I think it was the touring company for the Broadway show. So it wouldn't have, I don't think it would have been on Broadway. It would have been the touring right. company while it plays at Broadway. Gotcha. Gotcha. Still um, though. Yeah. Still, no, it's still incredible. A big production. Yeah. <laughs> and I think it was in California at the time. But anyway, uh, he was in line and the guy that was behind him started to do the thing, the similar to the guy earlier. 
where he doesn't know how to start a conversation, but he wants people to talk to him. So he'll just be like, yep. You know that thing. That thing oh, of like yeah, you just okay. start like talking out loud, hoping you'll catch someone's eye or someone's ear or whatever. Just, yeah. Yep. 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 <clears throat> you know, that <throat> thing. And Domin's like, that's one of my pet peeves. I hate when people do that. But right. we are nowhere near being inside. So I just decide to like cut him off at the at the pass and just look, we'll talk real quick. Like just right. stop doing that. You know what I mean? <laughs> He's like, I'm not trying to make an enemy, but I also don't want this thing to be happening. Yeah. But then this guy goes, uh uh Yep. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Give me a second. Sorry. You're good. Yep. 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 I had to I had to suck a lot of dicks to get where I am today. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then, and I had to be careful with him because you know I'm strong. <laughs> and Donovan looks at him, and he's like, "I didn't suck any dicks, and I'm literally right in front of you and lie." <laughs> <laughs> I'm just talented. And then he's like he's like I don't know what type of powerless dicks. <laughs> Cuz even if say, he was just saying it as a joke, right? Mm-hmm. Why? Why then? What what were you hoping it was going to be? Yeah. Everyone's going to be like, <laughs> "Me too." Yeah. You gotta suck those dicks. Like what like what is the goal? Especially when you have a couple hours wait in line. It'd yeah. be different if you got to like walk in front of the line and then people were like, How did you get I had to like that now all makes sense. Right. But to just like as the as your opener. As your opener. As your conversation starter. To no one, because no one was engaging with you. Yeah. To just offer up to the world. Yeah. I've had to suck a lot of dicks to get here. For any, for anyone, for any passerby, uh, partially interested in your existence. Yeah. I've had to suck a lot of dicks to get here. Why? <laughs> Why just say that out of nowhere, apropos <laughs> of nothing? <laughs> That made me laugh so hard. The fact that he was like, the fact that he pointed out, I'm literally right in front of you in line. (laughs) And I just responded to an email. (laughs) Uh, Well, hey, man, before we go, should we uh, open up the mailbag? Let's do it. All right, this one I'm going to start here with a review on Apple Podcasts. You write a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. We like to read them there. This one is from uh, Todoroki, excuse me, Todoroki and Cheese. That's the that's the name there. Um, and the title is, I love this show, like a lot. Uh, the body says, this show is so dumb. <laughs> this show is so dumb, but at the same time, I can't get enough of it. Thank you, Josh and Logan. You two are the best comedians I've heard in a very long time. Thank you. Um, I say that like I'm an old person. I haven't even turned 15 yet. LOL. Well, just don't tell me that. (laughs) I was was feeling real good. Uh, I started listening pretty late compared to others, considering 2021 was more my COVID year than 2020, but that didn't stop my love for the show. I even got my mom to listen to the 2020 wrap-up episode that you... Uh, you two did, and she laughed so hard she almost crashed the car, um, which honestly was very worth it. Hey, everyone, just a quick reminder, be careful out there. Yeah, watch <laughs> because, yourselves. Oof. Yeah, that's where, that's where Stephanie died, so you got to... <laughs> uh, I'm only on episode 47 as of right now, but I've been binge listening, so hopefully I'll catch up. If you read this on the podcast, that would be cool, but if just... but. I'd just like to say I love you guys and keep up the great work from a Long Island human, Renee. Just sound it out. You got it, Logan. It's R-E-Y-N-A-E, so I'm assuming that's Renee. That sounds like Renee. 
Yeah, I think you're right. I mean, thank you so much for writing in. I hope you get to this yes. episode till you can yeah. hear that we read it. Because yeah, if you're at drive 47 safe. now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a lot of rough driving up ahead. Um, here, this one's actually on theme. I'll read this. This is from our, our old pal, D. Fretter. Um, so, uh, and the title of this one is, You Almost Killed My Parents. Um, and I didn't, honestly, I didn't plan on reading these ones. I've just accidentally found a theme that goes with the episode. So... <laughs> Uh, what's good, J Lo? It's D again. Just joined the Patreon, and I'm hyped for all the sweet, sweet content. Thank you, D. So a couple weeks ago, my wife and I were having dinner with my adoptive parents. I don't have the best relationship with them, but I'm trying my best. My mom and dad start sort of reminiscing slash telling my wife and I a story about a guy named fucking Fred. <laughs> <laughs> This reminded me of one of Josh's story stories, and I decided to take a chance and ask my mom if I could borrow her Bluetooth speaker to play them something. She agreed, and I played the story, Damn It, Antoine. My parents busted up laughing. This was a genuine surprise because my parents don't like anything I like, except my wife, to the point where it feels like the dislike is just to be dicks. I decided to take another chance and played the Creamer fiasco. My parents laughed so hard they both couldn't breathe and my dad went purplish. My wife struggled not to spoil the end and held in her laughter so much she was shaking. I haven't had a proper laugh with my adoptive parents since I was like 13 or something, so thanks for that. My mom occasionally asks for new stories now. She refers to you two as those two funny guys, and Busketti made her sad. <laughs> uh, that is... Such an amazing story, D. I yeah, really appreciate that, that's that. That's amazing. That's very touching. I appreciate that's you. Real, that's super touching. There's one last little bit here. Uh, real quick question for y'all. Josh, if I can get the money together to produce a live-action adaptation of Batman versus the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, which turtle do you want to play? My wife says you'd obviously play Donatello, but I think my boy has the range to pull off an endearing Michelangelo. Don't worry, Logan. I've got you slated in a dual role of Rocksteady the Rhino and Raphael. Fuck yeah. I'm signing on now. Uh, anyways, hope you're good. Much love. Thank you, D, so much. Um, I probably have to go with Donatello. I you love got Donatello energy. Michelangelo, but yeah, Donatello's my be it's probably more in my wheelhouse. Yeah. I, this is funny too, because I was just in Chicago and saw some friends and we were we just started like doing the like who would we be in like foursomes like that or whatever? And we did, and like I would be Raphael, out of, especially out of my friends. Cause I'm like, yeah, you know, like sometimes I'm just a uh, uh, pissy. <laughs> yeah, sure, sure. <laughs> I know my brand. I know what it is. I'm, I'm fun, but also uh, I have a tipping point. And that's, I feel like, what Raphael is. That's very funny. I always used to feel like Michelangelo, but as I've gotten older, I'm like, eh, I got some Raphael in me. <laughs> well, thank you so much for, for that, that email, DI. Thank you, D, for writing in. Thank you so much, everyone, for listening. We yeah. had a great time recording. I hope you had just as much fun listening. If you are looking to catch up with us on any of the socials or anything, you can find us and reach out uh, to me at Josh Johnson Comedy on Instagram, um, Josh Johnson on Twitter, Josh J Comedy on Facebook, and Josh Johnson Comedy on TikTok and YouTube, where we're going to be posting clips of the show. And if you're looking for Logan... You can follow me and contact me through Instagram. I'm at Logan M. Nielsen. Uh, and if you want to get into our mailbag like those people there, those are the two ways to do it. You can either uh, email us, joshjohnsonshow at gmail.com, or leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. We like to read those there. And like D mentioned, we have a Patreon now, patreon.com slash joshjohnsonshow, where we have a bunch of different uh, bonus content. We have whole bonus podcasts. We have uh, video stuff we're doing and uh, just other access to other stuff. We just every now and then we post some other random shit uh, we've done <laughs> there. Like we uh, a couple weeks ago posted, we did a little trip to the color factory in New York and we just decided to post all the pictures we took there. So you can find just us doing stuff that is clearly meant for couples. But. <laughs> <laughs> Because when I was looking through those pictures, I'm like, yeah, this this is absolutely meant for couples. Yeah, yeah. And, or <laughs> what's weird about immersive experiences like that is they're either for couples or for kids. Or for kids. And that one kind of felt like for both it a little bit. It felt like for both. It was like it was like deeply, not like deeply uncomfortable, but it was not as, 
<laughs> it was weird to be there because it was like it 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 had the air of like more for couples because we were yeah. close to Valentine's Day, but even in general, I I it wasn't until we got there that I realized how much it's for kids. Yeah, yeah. But it's like to have a ball pit, but then there's like heart-shaped like inflatable balloons in it. Yeah, in it. Yeah. yeah. That's why I'm just like I don't know who what who this is for. This section, I'm not sure who's supposed to be having a great time here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> even the slide. Did you post the videos of the slide? Oh, I didn't post the videos of the slide yet. No, because I I couldn't get videos posted on Patreon, but maybe I'll make a, a oh. little compilation of those. Gotcha. <laughs> that makes sense. Oh man. Yeah. What a terrible slide. Yeah. It had well, yeah, it didn't have you, the rise and run of a slide. No. No. So here's what happened with there's a little slide that goes into the ball pit. Uh Josh almost slipped immediately just trying to get on it. Yeah. Uh and then my fat ass couldn't really go down it at all. It was the <laughs> slowest descent down a slide I've ever done. Made me feel just horrible. <laughs> Just just to be a grown man. Because around me are kids playing. There are kids playing. And then here's a grown man slowly. <laughs> slowly down the slide. While his friend films it. Oh, man. Uh, yeah. But there's stuff like that. <laughs> there's stuff like that on Patreon. So check us Patreon. out. Patreon. Patreon.com slash Josh Johnson Show. All right. Well, yeah. You all have a great week into the weekend. Stay safe out there. <laughs> <laughs>